It's Friday, February 17th, 2023. And this is a special edition of the Remand Initiative. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. At 2.30 this morning, the Holy Spirit woke me up from a dead sleep and began speaking to me about this revival that had broken out in Wilmore, Kentucky. If you haven't heard about it, just go Google Ashbury Revival and you'll find a thousand posts about it. I laid there for about 30 minutes and finally I said, Okay, Holy Spirit, you've got me up for a reason. What do you want to say? Speak. Your servant listens. This is what he gave me, and I was told to share it with anyone who would listen and to do it as quickly as possible, which is why we're not waiting until Monday where we normally post our our episodes to post this one. This one will be posted up today. In Mark chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, it reads this. Now, after John was imprisoned, Jesus went into Galilee and proclaimed the gospel of God. He said, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the gospel. We've watched as the powers of evil have displayed themselves and those who are devoted to them on the grandest stages of the world. We've watched as the wealthy, the powerful, and the talented trade their souls for money, fame, and power, and then use all that influence and all those stages to drag generations of humanity into depths of depravity and displays of perversion that, quite honestly, those of my generation would have never have thought would have ever have been so boldly and publicly displayed. We watched as the church became weakened and their shepherds who had been given charge of her fell prey to the forces of darkness and some even denying the Lord who bought them. We've watched as true discipleship was abandoned by many for attendance numbers and the gospel was made seeker-sensitive. The rock of stumbling polished and smoothed. The offensiveness of the cross artificially sweetened with emotional splendor so it might appeal to a broader audience. We've watched as devotion to a holy God and commitment to holiness became optional to the salvation experience. And that those being led in that sort of experience statistically looked no different than those outside of the world. Only the masks that were worn changed. Nothing else. Divorce numbers, same as the world. Slavery to addictions, same as the world. Pornography usage, same. Sexual abuse and adultery, same. Fatherlessness and the distortion of masculinity, same. The exploitation and distortion of womanhood, same. The forces of darkness no longer hide in the shadows, but are boldly proclaiming their power to influence and manipulate humanity on the grandest stages of the world, in the halls of governments globally, in every stream of influence, 
and in every hall of education known to mankind. We see it on every television show and on every commercial that's in between. Then, in a small, obscure little place in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, on a poorly outfitted stage with no lights, no real multimedia equipment, no fanfare or charismatic speakers, and a group of students that would never make a red carpet call, Holy Spirit begins to flex. Oh, this is how God does it. This is how He's always done it. He gives the fallen sons of God, the rebels of heaven, the nations of the world to rule. And then with one man, who was no nation and no father, Yahweh proclaims that he and his offspring would be Yahweh's portion of humanity. God's portion of humanity. One old man and one old barren woman, childless and beyond any human ability to conceive. And God says to this man, I will make you, who was once called Abram, Abraham, father of many nations, and in your seed, all of the nations will be blessed. One little nation, Israel, is where the truth of God and the promises of God to humanity are given, recorded and held in escrow. One tiny little nation is where the hope of humanity is embedded. Meanwhile, the nations rage, and eventually Israel became polluted and filthy, influenced by the world and the powers of darkness that flaunted themselves against God Most High. And just when it seemed hopeless, that the darkness would swallow humanity for good, in the middle of nowhere, in the smallest of towns called Bethlehem, a child was born and a son was given. And in the middle of nowhere, in a town thought to have never produced anything good, Nazareth, this child grows to become a man and not just any man, but the promised seed of Abraham the one in whom all the nations would be blessed. Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, the promised Messiah, comes on the scene preaching that the kingdom of God is here and that those who have ears to hear had better listen. Believe the good news, repent, and turn back to God an outpouring of God's power, unlike anything ever seen, flows through Jesus and his followers, overcomes the kingdom of darkness and its rulers and authorities, and puts on full display the might and authority that the Father had given to the Son. Furious, but recognizing that the Son of Man the Son of God, the captain of the angel armies, their nemesis, 
the great enemy was encapsulated in a human body. They used their influence and the powers of government they controlled to drag this man, who came on the scene from out of nowhere, onto the largest stage they had built at the time, Rome. And there, they openly, brutally, and publicly killed the promised seed that was supposed to crush their head, strip them of their power, and eternally judge and destroy them. Long they had waited for him to show up. Many times they looked for him, and many children had they sacrificed in the attempt to kill this promised seed. And now, now they had him. And there as they watched him breathe his last painful, ragged breath, how they must have relished in the thought of having him in their realm, the realm of the dead, for all eternity. They had won. But they didn't know the deep magic the hidden truth embedded in the universe from the very foundations of it. They were unaware of the rules in place that governed all of these affairs. They had no concept of the power of the sacrifice of the unblemished for the blemished, the sinless for the sinful. They had no concept of the deep and eternal power of sacrificial love or the true laws of redemption. They knew nothing of the wisdom of God. Hidden in a mystery that God determined before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood it. If they had known it, according to 1 Corinthians 2, 7 and 8, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. The salvation of whosoever will the adoption of many sons and daughters made possible, universally and legally recognized in the courts of heaven by both God's family and God's enemies, accomplished eternally and irreversibly from something that started out of nowhere, where God Almighty chose to insert His Son into our story. And His enemies were baited into their own defeat, unwitting accomplices to the final explosive blow of the war and the end of their rule over humankind. This, this is how God does it. Just when things look their darkest and like the powers of evil have overrun the place, God starts a small fire in the middle of nowhere in the most unlikely of ways, with a generation thought to be lost and Holy Spirit begins to put on full display the power of God's love and the absolute authority of His Son, Jesus, an outpouring of healing and the release of humanity from demonic powers floods out into the streets of the world and Jesus in His great grace and incredible love towards us begins to bring new life and fresh power into His bride in preparation for His return. 
Those who have ears, let them hear. The kingdom of God is at hand. Turn around. Turn to Jesus and be rescued. Christ came, fulfilled all that was required for our redemption, was sacrificed, brutally punished and killed to pay the price of our rescue and redemption from our sin, was buried, laid in the tomb for three days and rose again from the grave with the keys of death and hell in his hands and all authority, both in heaven and in earth, given to him. Jesus is Lord of all and over all, and he is very soon coming again. For those who have ears to hear, have believed this good news about him, have turned away from their sin and turned to him, accepting him as their king and pledging their hearts and lives in loyalty to him alone. Those who have ears had better listen. The kingdom of God is upon us, and the Holy Spirit is on the move. Wake up, sleepers. Eyes wide open, watchmen. The bridegroom comes. You've been listening to a special edition of the Reman Initiative, and I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'd like to ask you to share this particular episode with anybody you're willing to share it with. If you'd like to connect with me, you can always do so at www.experienceremand.com. You can email me at joe at experienceremand.com. I appreciate you taking time to listen to this episode. And I pray, I pray that you go into this eyes wide open and looking for the return of our King. Until next week, God bless guys.